You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast. And today, I'm sharing with you my manifesting manifesto. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 800,000 downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. All right, hello, what's up, everybody? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is a bonus episode here on the Mind Your Business Podcast, which means it's extra, extra special. Today, we are talking manifesting. In fact... I've got something very special for you. It is a one-page manifesting manifesto that I'm giving you absolutely free. Here's what you're going to do right now. Whether you're on your mobile, your computer, you can go steal someone's internet for a little bit. Find a way to get to a web browser because I want you to download this little gift that I have for you. You're going to head on over to jameswedmore.com forward slash manifest. There you're going to download a one-page PDF that you're going to print out, okay? And so here's exactly what this is first, and then, you know, that's what this episode is all about. So if you guys have been following the podcast for a while, you know, I talk about manifesting. You know, frankly, I think everything you have in your life, you've manifested. We just get to say, are we doing it proactively or reactively? Are we consciously doing it or unconsciously doing it? And really, this is just about becoming more conscious and intentional, about what we choose to have and experience in our life, which is, as you know, of course, all based on who you are being and how you are showing up in the world. And over the years, I've read so many books, audio courses, workshops, mentoring, and training about creating things in your life or bringing them into fruition or bringing them towards you or receiving and... I decided to share the culmination of what my practice is when I get really excited about something I want in my life. And that's what this piece of paper is. It is nine steps. It is a nine-step exercise that you can do for everything that you want, like for everything that you're wanting in your life, okay? So what we're going to just do in this episode is you're going to download this thing, print it out, and then you're going to follow along. This is basically just instructions, okay? Now, if you're still on the fence, if you're still skeptical about all this wonderful, magical stuff, you know, I think a lot of this stuff like law of attraction, the secret and manifesting money and all that stuff, it's very easy for this to be overhyped as a magic pill. And so that leads people to be quite skeptical. So I do want to acknowledge that and I acknowledge you for being skeptical. I'm not trying to promise anything. I don't have some, you know, manifesting secrets millionaire program that costs $10 million to get anyways, right? So I'm giving this stuff to you only because it works for me. And I've done a lot with clients and students in the past. So it works for them as well. I want it to work for you. So, you know, this stuff works and we can, we can ask why it works And I have a lot of theories on that. And I've done other episodes in the podcast, which we'll link up 
in the show notes about what is law of attraction and where is the science behind this. But there's a lot, there's a huge conversation and I could turn this into an hour episode talking about that. So if you do feel like you need a little bit more left brain fuel or nourishment to like logically wrap your head around this stuff, I will link up some episodes for you to really just like feed that part of you because that's what actually really helped for me. That gave me a little, oh, this makes sense. So when it made sense, it gave me more confidence. And without confidence, if you go into this with a lot of skepticism, it's not going to work. Okay. If you look at the whole placebo effect, you know, the whole concept where if you have a pain in your body and I'm a doctor and I say, this pill works and you take it and it works. And then I just laugh at you later and say, ha that was just a sugar pill. <laughs> well, what's going on there, right? That's the placebo effect. On some level, you have made the decision. You trusted in the sugar pill. And, you know, it starts to demonstrate the power of the mind because it's just a sugar pill. So whether this is a placebo effect or whether it's something greater at play is irrelevant because all that is relevant is the result. And you do need that level of faith in the sugar pill in order to have the placebo effect work. And you're going to need a level of faith here. In fact, that will be one of the questions is a level of faith and expectation. Okay. So, you know, just, but to give some more proof, like when we talk about manifesting, there's a great quote that I love that says, you know, when you're defining, what does that mean to manifest? Okay. Here's my favorite definition. And this is from Abraham Hicks. And it says, a manifestation is simply physical evidence of a dominant vibration. Physical evidence of a dominant vibration. Oh, I love that. Let's break that down. Okay. Dominant vibration. What does that mean? Well, we'd have to pull back even further to say like, well, we are vibrational beings. Well, what does that mean? Well, everything is energy. So we're made up of energy. And if we're energy, we're vibrating at a frequency. Just like if I'm talking right now, that's just sound is just vibrations. Okay. Well, everything's vibration then. But what makes us magical, you know, this is all like quantum physics and stuff is that through our brain, we can adjust our vibration, the frequency in which we vibrate at. And we do that and our emotions then become like the dial to where you are currently at. It's the indicator of your vibration. So when you feel good and you feel happy, that's a different vibration. And someone say it's a higher frequency than if you felt depressed. So what if the emotion is just the feedback to your current vibrational state? And then of course we get to use our brain to focus our conscious awareness on any different thing. You can focus on your mobile phone right now. If you're listening to this on your mobile phone and you can start to focus on all the amazing technology of your phone. You can focus on someone in your family that has passed away. You can focus on the goals you have for your business. See, everywhere we decide to consciously put our awareness can all of a sudden affect our emotional state, right? So where our emotion our awareness goes, our emotions become an indicator of how that's affecting our vibrational scale. So all we're doing, does this make sense? All we're doing is we're disciplining, that's not the best word to use, but we're disciplining our awareness to focus on the vibration that we want that is most conducive to the thing that's coming in. What? Okay, well, let's go back to our original definition. A manifestation is physical evidence of a dominant vibration. So the whole concept at play here is that the things, you know, and I love this statement, by the way, 
this is great. We'll get into this more. But the thing you want wants you. Oh, isn't that great? The thing that you want wants you. You want that new house? It wants you. Okay. So if that's a frequency, okay, let's say the new house or the new car is a certain frequency. Well, you're a frequency too. So we have to be matched in order to attract. That's a whole law of attraction thing, right? So it's just like the radio dial. If you turn to 95.5 KLOS, then you get matched to that frequency. The tuner is being matched to the frequency of the music on that station. So we have to make a concerted effort to match to that. That's what we have to do. No, James, I got to work hard because those motivational quotes on Instagram says nothing worth achieving came easy. You can't have success without struggle, strife, sacrifice, and hard work. Well, sure, if you don't tune the dial, (laughs) then it's going to be hard. I agree. It's going to be really hard if you don't do this. So you have a choice in every moment. And I come from a, being a workaholic. I am a recovering workaholic. And I have to consciously remind myself still to this day, wait a second, I don't need to be working this hard. I can stop right now. I can take the rest of the day off. True story. So I've been able to intentionally manifest a lot of extraordinary things. I experienced extraordinary miracles in my, my life. I'll talk about some of the physical ones, like the ones that give you the most like proof right? The proof is in the pudding. The proof is in this manifestation. So there's a story I told on the podcast, one of my favorite stories, because it was like the first one that happened to me where I was like, oh my goodness. And this is way back in the early days of starting my business. And bottom line, I wanted to buy Tony Robbins tickets. They're $1,000. And I called. I said, I'll take two. That'll be $1,000, James. And I said, do you have any type of payment plan? And the woman literally laughed at me on the phone. She laughed at me. We don't do payment plans, please. (laughs) This is Tony Robbins. And I was like heartbroken. I said, okay, let me check my finances. By the time I went and checked my bank account that afternoon, I had had an AdWords withdrawal of like $500. I forgot. Have you ever had this happen to you? I forgot to turn my Google AdWords off and it took me down to less than a dollar in my bank account. I had less than a dollar left to my name and I was trying to buy a $1,000 motivational thing. I didn't even know how I was going to get there, right? At least I'd buy the tickets. And I was just like heartbroken. Now, it was at this moment that I made a choice. And this is what we're actually talking about. You know, you can look at this paper and you can do all this work. But the real work is the moment that happens right before you do this exercise. And it's that conscious choice. Okay. I had a few choices in that moment. You always, By the way, most people think they only have two. That's BS. You always have more than two choices. Sometimes you have hundreds more choices than you realize. But I had a few in that moment. Number one, I could give up. I could look at my current reality and say, I don't have the money. It ain't possible. How many times have we done that before? We looked at our current reality and circumstances and we made up our mind. Nope. My other choice was I could say, well, it's a thousand bucks. I got to find a way to make a thousand dollars. And that's normally how I am. That's how I was up until that point. Like, okay, well, I got to figure out a way to make a thousand bucks. I could sell, you know, 10 things for a hundred bucks. There's my thousand bucks. But for the first time in my life, I chose another option and I chose not to do anything. Yet I chose to accept, to demand, to create the possibility that I will be at that event. I decided that I'm going to be there. I focused on my outcome. I declared it. Kind of like when Babe Ruth pointed his finger 
for the home run, you know, out into the stands. We should call it that from now on. It's just like you're just calling a Babe Ruth. You're just pointing at that thing in the direction you want it, and you just step up to the plate and you just knock it out because that's exactly what I did. But what came with that as well is I dropped the how. This is a thing I talk about a lot. It's really big. I dropped the how because the previous choice is I said, oh, I'm going to sell 10 things for 100 bucks or whatever. You know, I was going to figure out a way to make $1,000. And that was me. This is what our brains do. They immediately goes into the how. Okay, well, if I can figure out how, then maybe it's possible. And the how gives us confidence. But the universe works in mysterious ways, ladies and gentlemen. So we got to drop the how. I dropped the how. I put it out there. I trusted. I knew it. Total expectation. And I went about my business. A couple days later, still broke as a joke. <laughs> I get a phone call from an old friend. She invites me to go play tennis. And I'm like, why am I playing tennis? I have no money. I should be working, but okay. Long story short, we're playing in the middle, like rallying back and forth, like ba-boom, ba-boom. There's no, oh, nice backhand. She's like, so what are you working on now? And I was telling her what I was working on. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm doing some video production work. We're working on sales videos for clients and stuff like that. I only had like one customer and that was like two months ago. And she's like, oh my gosh, I want one so bad. Please, would you make one for me? And before I could say yes, she said, if you make one for me, I have two Tony Robbins tickets for you. I know one of the reps. And I literally dropped my racket. I had not told her this story. I had not told her I wanted to go. She had no idea I had called and been laughed at. I dropped my racket, chills, ran through my entire body and I looked at her and I said, what did you say? She said, I'll hire you. No, no, no. The other part, I need you to say that again. She said, well, yes. Did you know he's got an event coming up in Long Beach? I said, I do. It's October 9th. (laughs) She's like, well, I'm good friends with one of the reps. I just talked to him. I said, if you want tickets, I got them. I'll give you a Tony Robbins. She, she, She was trying to be like, you know, a little wheeler and dealer she could get free tickets so she wanted to pass on free tickets for paid work but that's exactly what i wanted this person who was a friend but randomly calls out of the blue to play tennis something we weren't doing that every week it wasn't you know it wasn't a normal routine thing it was like that same concept when you're driving down the street and all of a sudden you know you normally go left on that street and all of a sudden something just tells you let's go right see what happens you meet your soulmate or something right That's exactly what happened here. I dropped the how and I opened myself up to a miracle. I couldn't have made that plan myself if I tried. I couldn't have said, okay, I'm going to get those tickets and here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find a friend who knows a rep and I'm going to play tennis with them and I'm going to tell them I, I need to. No, you can't do that. How hard do we try and do that with our brains? We try to have so much freaking certainty and we try to control so many things that's outside of our control. But we can drop that a little bit. We can soften that a bit. That was the first time. And sure enough, I went to that conference. It was a life-changing conference. And it wasn't because I was there and Tony was amazing, which he was, but because of how I got there. I've had so many things like that happen. Big things. My car, I've told a story about how I manifested my Tesla. Talked about how I manifested my wife. (laughs) The best part, I've told that story recently, you know, and it was, it was very magical. But she, what was great is that she told me later how she'd been manifesting me, like saying weird stuff. Like she had a wish list of the guy she wanted to meet. 
He's like, he's from Laguna Beach. He lives on one of the flower streets. He's got brown hair and he surfs. It's like, that's me. That's me. That's, that's so me. Like what random stuff. He lives on a, a flower street. I lived on Thalia. That's a flower or a tree, something like that. It was like, oh my gosh, that's me, right? Even my first house, how that happened. Members of my team, investment ideas. Oh my, investment opportunities. And so much more. I put a giant goal out there to have a million dollar launch. I didn't have a million dollar launch, but I had two $500,000 promos that came out of the blue in the same 30 day period. Sometimes you got to, you know, pull back enough to look at the result. I didn't have a million dollar launch. I had two half million dollar launches. Well, that counts. (laughs) All the way to like, I'll do fun things like manifesting foreign coins on the street. Like really weird things. Stuff works. If you let it in, part of it is going to be about letting go a bit. And if you're one of those people that has a fear of flying, like I do, that's a great indicator that we have a fear of lack of control, right? Sometimes it's because you've had like, I don't know, traumatic experiences in a plane. Other times it's because you don't like being out of control and you need to be okay with being out of control in order for this to work. So have you printed this out? Have I given you enough proof? Have I excited you enough? Because this is where the rubber hits the road. This is where you put on your science lab coat and you test this. You just test it. And I want to hear from you. So we'll put this episode up on the blog and you're going to do something small, light, easy, and fun. And you're going to tell me if it works. You can tell me if it doesn't work. But this is what I'm going to tell you if you say it didn't work. I'm going to say... I'm going to say it just hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Keep waiting. All right. So I'm already going to let you know. So be patient too. All right. There's one piece of paper and we're going to go through this together. So if you have it printed out, let's go through it and then you can just take some time and you can write it. Let's talk. Let's start with number one. Number one is describe what you are manifesting. Well, this is important. Now, if this is the first time you're ever doing something like this, you want to do something that is very small. It's like that scene from Star Wars, sorry if you're not a nerd like me, where Luke Skywalker is trying to levitate the pebbles, the rocks. And then his X-Wing fighter sinks into the swamp and Yoda says, you know, dude, like you should probably, you know, levitate your X-Wing fighter out of the swamp because the water is going to get in your in tank and that's just not going to be good. He didn't say that last part. And Luke turns to Yoda and he goes, yo, you know, doing rocks is one thing, but my fighter, that's a whole nother thing. That's too big. And he says, no, not too big, only in your mind. Okay. So he'd already decided it wasn't going to work. So it didn't work. So we need to start with pebbles. Yoda knew we need to start with something light, something you don't care about. This is actually an example I do with people is I have a goal is to manifest a home that I own and and purchase it. And I want the feeling of buying the home to be as light as buying a pack of gum. In fact, every purchase I make, I like it to feel the same way. Have you ever made a purchase that hurt you physically and emotionally? It just was like, oh gosh, that was bad, right? Usually tax season comes around. (laughs) But have you ever bought a pack of gum? Have you ever like bought a pack of gum for someone else? You're like, yeah, sure. Let's throw it in there. No big deal. It's a dollar. What if that's how it felt like to buy the biggest thing that you've ever wanted, like a home or a car? So we have to start with a pack of gum, metaphorically. And we want to get specific. So you want to start with something small that you are completely unattached to, and you want to get specific to it. Now, 
the buy when there really should be an asterisk around it because as soon as we put a date on it, we timestamp it, we already start to screw with ourselves because then people start getting really nervous. They're like, I only said 48 hours and it's 47 hours and 30 minutes. If this doesn't work, I'm going to give up and I'll never try this again. And that sucks because I don't like the other way I was working and blah, blah, blah. Right. So the timestamp can really screw us up. So I don't think you need to be specific about the time. I think what you do is say, and I'd like this thing as soon as possible, but in the right way at the right time. Okay. Now, if you do have something like later on, if you have something really important in your life, even if you just need to manifest the right decision, you can start when you get really good. You just say like, I need to know this. I need an answer before the end of tonight. I need to have a very clear answer. But for right now, we're just going to write that thing down. So like I've done things like foreign coins because that's something you're like, not from your country, but from another country. When you see a foreign coin, you don't see that every day, right? So, or maybe you want to see an animal that you wouldn't normally see. Maybe you want to get specific to a specific type of animal, you know? And what's funny is people say, okay, I want to see a butterfly. They won't actually see a butterfly. They'll see like a picture of a butterfly or they'll see like a kite in the shape of a butterfly. So unless you're getting really specific, which sometimes it's okay that you're not. I think you open yourself up to more possibilities. You know, there you go. So something light, something small, something fun, something you don't care about, something you actually don't want. Like, I don't want foreign coins. Okay. I want to see it because it's a, another test of like, oh, it does work. Okay. All right. So pick something small. And if you're overthinking it, then you're overthinking it. So don't. Think of something fun and small. Steal my ideas if you have to. Okay. And then, of course, when you really start seeing this work, you get to go bigger and bigger. That is, by the way, the trick to making this work. It's all about your level of believability. Okay. Number two, describe how having this will make you feel. Remember when I talked about the vibration, the frequency, right? Your frequency has to match the thing that you want. Okay. So that's based on this meaning that we've created of, well, why do I want this thing? Okay, so you're going to have to play with this a little bit. So let's say it's a car. Okay, so why do I want this thing? I want this thing because blah, blah, blah. And how will it make me feel when I have it? And you're looking for that core feeling. If you could imagine yourself driving it right now, right? When you hear about these visualizations and stuff, this is what it's getting to. It's getting you to feel that way now. So we don't know what to feel until... We can actually imagine ourselves feeling the way we will feel when we have the thing we want because that's all we're doing. Our whole life is about avoiding negative emotions and chasing positive ones. So what's the positive emotion? Is it expansiveness? Is it luxuriousness? Is it freedom? Is it joy? Is it happiness? Is it gratitude? Is it like, you know, swagger? Like, oh man, I'm just like hot Like whatever it is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter if it's like, yeah, I want to be the best. I want to feel like amazing. Okay, great. Then got it. Okay, so when you identify that, that's going to be key because part of what you're going to do is find ways to feel that way all the time. All the time. Number three on a scale of one to 10, what is your level of believability? Okay, so uh, 10 is like 100% believable. So here's how you do this. On a scale of one to 10, what is your level of believability that the sun is going to rise tomorrow? That's called a 10. Everyone here listening has never questioned whether the sun will rise or not for them tomorrow. 
you know, as long as you're like healthy. But I mean, the actual sun, the planet rotating, there's no one here that has questioned that tomorrow it's going to stop rotating. Right. Okay. So that's what a 10 feels like. So now that you know what a 10 feels like, what does this feel like to you? What is the believability that it's going to happen? And this is tricky because what makes this a miracle, what makes this exciting is if it's outside your level of believability. If I said, okay, I'm going to manifest seeing the sunset. Well, I see the sunset every day. I have a view of it. So that's not really outside my believability. It's got to be something that's outside a little bit. So it's okay if it's not a 10, but you want to indicate where it's at and then you want to spend your time increasing that, even if it's like 0.01 on the scale higher every day, okay? But you want to mark where that is. So I would say if it's like six or below, we need to do something smaller or adjust your time. So if you say, I want to manifest a dream home by next week, believability is one, okay? We either need to make the time bigger because all I, I could go back to number one and say, all right, I'm going to manifest my dream home in the next 10 years or less or at the right time when I'm ready, when it's ready for me in divine right timing. What's that believability? Well, it immediately would go up, right? So time is just this screwy thing and time is a whole nother conversation anyways. Okay, number four, draw a symbol to represent your manifestation. Okay, I've done a lot of symbol work and visualization. So draw a symbol for it. It doesn't matter what it is. It's what you already see it being. Okay, just make it real. Now, here's another scale. On a scale of 1 to 10, what is your level of detachment with this? Now, 10 equals completely detached. So let's talk about this for a moment. What is attachment versus detachment? Basically, this is the level of meaning that you've created around this thing. Okay, so we've attached that a certain feeling will occur when you have this thing. Like... I'll feel successful. The problem is, is we literally think that that meaning is attached to that thing and that once I do this, I will have that so I can be this, so I can be successful. And when you start doing that, it's very tricky. Chances are you have. That's kind of how we default in life, right? This high level of attachment, okay? Which means, let me just recap that. It means when you write down the thing you want and I start saying, what will it mean if you don't get that thing? When people are saying like, it'll mean I'm not worthy. It'll mean I'm a failure. It means I suck. It means something like really big. That's a low level of detachment. And that's not very good. (laughs) So if it's six or lower, what will you make it mean if you don't get this thing you want? And you want to get clear there. Because I'm going to tell a little story. I know this episode's going a little longer, but deal with it. Okay. So we were at an event. I was speaking at one of my events and I'm up on stage speaking and the concept of selling came up and oh my goodness, there's so much crap that comes up with people on the conversation of selling, right? Chances are for you. We've done episodes on this, but I went around the room and I started asking people who are like really resistant to selling. I said, what does it mean when someone says no to you? What do you say to yourself? What's that inner monologue? And people started saying, Like people are in tears. They're like, it means this is never going to work. It means they don't like me. It means I'm not good enough. It means they didn't like me. Like literally a lot of people were saying that. It means this is never going to work. People were in tears. And there's a woman, I will never forget her name. Her name's Augie. She's in the front row. She's sitting right in front of me and I could feel her right there. Like I knew she was going to make this exercise complete for me. So I waited for her to the end. And this woman is a rock star salesperson. Like she just crushes it. 
I said, Augie, what do you make it mean? Without skipping a beat, she said absolutely nothing. And that's the difference. She was a successful salesperson because she hadn't created this crazy, yucky meaning about what would it mean about her or who she was if someone said no to her pitch. So what does it mean? What are you going to make it mean if you don't get this thing? And if it's really high, we got to untangle that. we got to drop the meaning because here's the fact. Number one, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't even mean anything if you do get this thing. It doesn't. But number two, this feeling that you think it's going to bring you is not a feeling that you don't have access to right now. You already can choose to feel that way now. And that's a lot about what makes this work. So number five is huge. Ah, six, what are you willing to let go? This is good. Sometimes there's a lot of things that we hold on to that get in the way, that push away the thing that we want. For example, you can't succeed in business if you have a fear of failure. Duh. You can't succeed in business if you have a fear of success either, which is actually, in my opinion, more prevalent. So standing in a place, imagine for a moment you already have this thing. You got it. It's there. See it. Oh my goodness. It's in your hand. It's right in front of you. You're looking at it. You're feeling it. You've got it. And I come up to you. I give you a big high five. And I say, I'm just curious, what did you let go of in order to bring this into your life? What did you let go of? Assuming you already have it, what did you let go of? And that's your answer. All right. Number seven, when this manifestation occurs, describe what it will look like in the present tense. This is great. Now you're just going to write a little narrative, and I hope this is enough space for you. Otherwise, you can write it on the back. But you're just going to tell the story of you having this thing in present tense. Maybe you're describing the moment you experience it. Maybe you're describing the celebration of it. But you're just saying, you know, like, I wake up in the morning and blah, blah, blah. Or I'm at the car dealership and I'm signing the paper. And the first thing I do is I call my wife and I say, guess what? We bought a car. (laughs) What? You didn't tell me? (laughs) So maybe you should tell her beforehand. Okay. (laughs) All right. Number eight. Three things you're grateful for in this realm. Now, I'm going to give you three things and a bonus thing. But gratitude is huge. Gratitude is the vibration of receiving. Okay? Because it's the opposite of neediness. I had Christian Michelson on the podcast, and he talked a lot about how much prayer and manifesting is based in neediness. Neediness just repels what you want. Okay? So you want to talk about the things you're already grateful for. If you're manifesting a car... You want to express gratitude for the car that you already have. You want to express gratitude for, I don't know, something about that, like that there are plenty of cars to choose from, that you can finance easily, that whatever it is, like you got to think of stuff that are real for you. Okay. Then you want to, this is really great. You want to, as a bonus, start, and this becomes your affirmation. You're going to love this. You're just going to continue to say thank you for the thing that you've already manifested. So like, thank you for this car coming to me quickly and easily. Thank you for this home. Thank you. Okay. You're not asking for it. That's what you got to get. We're demanding it. We're commanding it. We're ordering it just like you would press a button on your keyboard and something would, you know, pop up. 
It's just like an order on Amazon, but you're also giving thanks. Thanks for it already being done, which is why the last thing at the bottom, it is done, show me. And that'll be the last piece you're going to want to do. Now, you can either do that next or you can go to number nine, which is start to say, what is my next required action? The quality of our life is determined by the quality of questions we ask folks. So that is a great question. What is my next action? What is my next required action to fill on this? And you want to see what comes up for you. Okay. Maybe it's nothing. It's like nothing. Just relax for a little bit and take the day off. Okay, great. Do that for a second. Okay. You just want to stay open to that because Going back to what I was saying before, a lot of times we get into the breakdown, right? The level of believability goes down because we don't have a plan. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to do it. You don't need to know how to do it. You just need to know what the next step is. We have to have everything figured out before we do anything. Nope. You just got to know what the next thing to do is. Okay? Then you just want to fold this up and you want to put it away. You just want to say, it is done. Show me. Now, what you may want to do, I don't know, I'm still deciding on this because I do both. Sometimes it's great to just forget about it. Just drop it and go. Other times it's good, you know, I've, I've, I've had experiences of both. Going back and revisiting it. Looking at it really briefly every morning. Okay? The solution is simple. You know, or the answer to which one you should do. If looking at it starts to stress you out, even the slightest, if looking at it more starts to make you go, okay, it hasn't come in yet. Like this better, this better work soon. You got to just drop it. You just say, you know what? It's going to happen when it happens. Just forget it. I'm not going to stop looking at this. But if looking at it actually makes you feel really good, then you keep looking at it. It's that simple. Okay. And ultimately the moment you're not having fun with this, you just stop doing it. If you're not having fun, don't do it. Cause that's why I love doing this. It's really fun. And I'm constantly like, it's just beautiful. It's like you see life, you experience life just in so much more rich fullness when you're looking for miracles in every minute. So give it a shot. Try this on. Prove me wrong. It's not like I'm the only one talking about this stuff, right? But I've been doing this for a long time. And remember, I want you to start small. Don't do a money amount unless it's like, I want to find a dollar on the street. But don't say $100 or anything. Like, Try and remove the money and try and just choose something random that you can like hold in your hand. Okay. Or something you could see, something you could take a picture of. Another great one is an unsolicited compliment. That's a great one to ask for someone to compliment you. Like I've had people do this and like, they'll get a random call from an old friend and just be like, dude, I've just been thinking about you. And I just wanted to say, man, blah, blah, blah. Okay. It's pretty awesome. So give it a shot. And remember, it's done. Show me. Thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode. Uh, I look forward to hearing all about your success stories and manifesting miracles. I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. For 10 years now, I've made my living selling digital courses, membership subscriptions, and group coaching. I've been able to make millions of dollars. Yet even better, I've been able to help thousands upon thousands of students with my training. Yet I've never taught my system on how to actually get started. How to choose the right niche, the right product, the right tools, and the right plan. Until now. The information marketing industry is booming now more than ever. And if you've been sitting on the sidelines waiting to get in, well, now is your time. For the next eight weeks, I'm going to be delivering a brand new training course live showing exactly 
how to get started and get profitable, even if you have no list, no product, or no idea. And the best part is, it's 100% free. All you have to do is request an invite to my private Facebook group. Every week, I'll broadcast a live, in-depth training with homework, action items, and of course, Q&A. So to request access to my private group now and join the training absolutely free, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash free. That's www.jameswedmore.com forward slash free. And I'll see you there.